Hello and welcome to the Pinstripe Podcast. So like I said last week, this episode is being recorded a week in advance. So this is with our current lineup. But this week I'm talking about our best lineup for the Yankees with all of our current injuries. So we have an injury with Aaron Hicks, Luis Severino, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron, I, all right, okay, I, I'm going to say I cheated. I put Aaron Judge in here, but that's just because he has right so- shoulder soreness. I'm not really counting it as an injury. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it's cheating. But this is going to be a quick episode, and I'm just going to run through who I think could lead to the most success on opening day with our current lineup. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. So obviously on the bump, I don't even think this is a question. I think our best pitcher is Garrett Cole. I mean, we put everything on this guy. We spent, this was our offseason. Our offseason move was Garrett Cole. And it makes sense. You know, he's coming off his best ERA year. His ERA is two and a half uh, in 33 games. You know, he's it. He's He's the guy. And... I'm so glad that he's in pinstripes, and I don't think it needs to be said anymore. Obviously, everybody's excited he's a Yankee. Um, Behind the plate, I'm putting Gary. Um, I really like Higgy, Kyle Higashioka. I hope I said that right. Higashioka, maybe? Um, He is really great, and he's going to work as a great backup, but Gary's our best option, both defensively and offensively. In the offseason, he really tightened up. You know, he got real strong, real quick. Um, And I think the most important thing is that he really focused on flexibility, which I think was a lot of what was holding him back in, you know, being able to move as quick is that he was just a little tight. And I think that that's really awesome that not only did he bulk up, but he also made sure that he can move a bit better. Um, He's also now approaching catching with one leg down so he's only squatting on one half or he's like has one knee on the ground he's doing a new squatting position um and hopefully that'll make him more mobile you know less less pass balls which is always good um and offensively I mean we know what he can do I'm not gonna lie he is ridiculously frustrating at sometimes I love the Yankees but I'm the first one to also say that sometimes we just swing at crap. We really, and I'll talk about this a little bit later when I get to judge, um, we can swing at crap, and Gary is a big part of that. And he, but the one good thing is he doesn't really swing and miss as much. He just makes terrible contact. He pops out a lot, not a lot, but when he gets like kind of in a slump, he kind of just starts swinging at everything. And I think, but offensively, he's got absolutely outrageous power and I think that that's that's what we need we are a powerhouse offense and Gary Sanchez is a huge part of that and if anybody made an ideal Yankee lineup without Sanchez in it I think you are absolutely batshit um so at first base I am putting Luke Voigt so I really like Voigt and Ford Voigt just seems a little bit stronger and a little bit more confident in the position He's a little bit, he's had a lot more experience in the league and he's had a little bit of a higher batting average. I think he was above forward by about 10%. And like when he was healthy last year, he was really, really consistent. I think people kind of forget like 
his entire core muscles were just like destroyed last season and I think sometimes people who don't play baseball and just kind of observe it don't really recognize how important your core is to literally everything in the sport like your swing your rotation comes from your core fielding throwing like every part of the sport is in your core and he just was absolutely destroyed um but hopefully a healthy Luke Voigt for this season he again said that he said he was in the best shape of his life in the off season which is crazy because I already thought that he was there like Luke Voigt is just absolutely massive um and I just overall I just think that he's a really great guy to have on the field and that's not putting Mike Ford down at all like I really really like Mike Ford and that's not just because he's from Jersey go hunt school in Princeton I'm pretty sure he's also a Princeton grad so he's a smart guy too um but he's just a little young like I do think he'll be ready soon and I think that him and Voigt can really work in like a rotation I guess they're trying to put like Andujar or DJ there but like I do think that having Mike Ford in that rotation wouldn't be a crime like I think that it would work out pretty well you know you just have two just massive first basemen and like I love that. I love that. But yeah, I would put Voight over Ford just because he's, Mike Ford's a little young. He'll be ready very soon, just not, not quite yet. At second base, I'm putting the machine, DJ LeMahieu. Is there anybody who disagrees with this? I, I can't even imagine. Actually, the rest of my infield, I can't imagine anybody really disagreeing with. Um, just because it's, who, who else are you going to put at second base? There is somebody who I'm going to talk about at the end that I think is going to be very important. And I gave myself like a little, like, you can have one additional person to add into it. Um, but yeah, DJ at second, obviously gold glover last year, absolutely amazing bat. Really? He doesn't, he hits for power like he does hit the ball hard but he's a really good contact hitter like if you just need a single he can give you that single and I think that's something that is sometimes overlooked in baseball especially now people are really just trying to jank jank people are really just people are really just trying to jack home runs but I think players like DJ are really important because yeah can he go yard yeah 100% but he can also go three for four you know four for four in a game consistently and I think that's really important um at short obviously we're gonna have Gleber Torres I miss Didi so much and I wish that I could put Didi Gregorius at shortstop just because I love him with my entire heart but his bestie baby boy Gleber um he's gonna do really really well there it's undeniable it makes every sense in the world offensively he is just like, he's just got a beautiful swing, and defensively, he's a vacuum. Him and LeMayhew are going to turn so many double plays. It's going to be beautiful, and he's just got really wonderful energy. Glaber is just, I just want to meet him. He's so cute, and so, like, he just looks, like, when he smiles, he's just so happy, and I'm like, oh, I love your energy. There was, like, a video that came out today of him dancing for, like, 34 seconds, and I'm like, this is just human sunshine um 
Over at the hot corner, I am putting none other than Gio Urshela. I know people might have like people might think Andujar, but uh, mm, he just Gio had such an amazing year last year, and I have every confidence in him that he is going to keep it going. He's got an absolute cannon. He defends the line really, really, really well, but he also moves into the field very, very good. Um, and offensively, he's fantastic. Like, again, he actually, not again, he hits the ball freaking hard. And we are, like I said, a powerhouse club. We're looking to, we are the Bronx Bombers for a reason. And I really think that Geo can really help with that. And I know people were thinking about Andujar at third base. And he just, he just makes me way too nervous over there. I just... I don't know. It's it's not it's not it for me. Um, and I know people are gonna talk about his bat. We'll get there. Um, but Gio has a good bat too. Like, don't be, don't be out here saying Gio can't hit. Gio can hit, and that's really important to remember. Is that not only is like maybe I don't know. To me, defense is more important than offense with the lineup that we have. We have a very strong offensive lineup. And to me, I want someone who I know will make the play at third base. Not catch the ground ball, but launch it 40 feet over Luke's Voigt's head at first base. You know, I want someone who can catch the ground ball and throw the ball, and that's Gio Urshela. Um, In left field, here it is. Who's going to play left field? To me, I think it's got to be Mike Talkman. I love Talkman's energy. He came in last year, and he really really did great last year he hit 277 with an on-base percentage of 361 and 13 home runs in just 87 games that is somebody making an impact and he made a really 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 big impact he was also defensively absolutely fantastic and I think that that part kind of gets overshadowed because to me whenever I think of Talkman I think of that triple he hit in I can't think of the game but I hope you guys know the one I'm talking about you know to me I just think of Talkman's offensive like prowess but he was tied for first in defensive runs saved last year and he was also ninth in outs and he was playing he played significantly less games than everyone else that he competed against you know he was competing against all of the outfielders in the major leagues and he saved the most runs which I think is really really something important to recognize um also I think it'll be helpful to have him in left field all the time not so like when Stanton comes back Stanton can fill the DH role because then I mean Stanton could still play left field if you really wanted to you could put him back out there but to me you can really extend his career by just having him be a DH like he's a fantastic hitter and Talkman is a great defender like you don't absolutely need to have Stanton in left field you know if you want to try to prevent his ever reoccurring injuries you can just sit him in the DH section in right field obviously I'm putting Aaron Judge like I've said I kind of cheated on this one because to me I'm not super concerned about Aaron Judge's shoulder I think it's more of a precaution I believe he started swinging today again I'm recording this a week before you hear it hopefully he plays next week um does he swing at quite a few pitches 
that start at his knees and cut into the dirt. Yes. And it frustrates the hell out of me. But goddamn, it's Aaron Judge. And I think that it, like, I just, I just, like, again, this is, like, another person that I'm, like, do I need to explain this one? Like, do does anybody really think that Clint Frazier is going to beat Aaron Judge in right field? Like, does anybody think that? Like, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I do like Clint, but there's just not a spot right now for him. And I know that he's getting really frustrated. And it's, and it, it's valid. Um, he'd probably be another one of my floaters. I only listed one floater. Um, but yeah, it's got to be Aaron Judge in right field. And in center field because Aaron Hicks is hurt and we signed the Yankee for one more year, I'm putting Brett Gardner in center field. Brett Gardner is all I think of now when I think of the, I mean like not all I think of, but like Brett Gardner was playing when I first fell in love with like really paying attention to the Yankees and he's still playing now, you know, just let Brett bang I just really hope that he has a year like he did last year maybe he'll even you know come back again um but Brett Gardner more so has a sentimental feeling in my heart like I was saying he's he's the guy that I remember from like when I was growing up playing on the Yankees and now he's still on the Yankees he's the longest he's the oh gosh he is the longest tenured Yankee which I think is so exciting and I'm so happy for him um, and yeah, I just really like him a lot. Um, he's still like, he's, he's just so passionate and really great clubhouse energy and also a great baseball player. Like he's, don't take that away from him. He is a great baseball player and yeah, I'd put him in center field, keep him, keep him in the outfield. Why not? He's doing just fine. Um, and right now I would put in our DH spot, I would put Andujar because he is a great bat. Um, he is a really good bat. But like I was saying, I do not trust him defensively whatsoever. Um, I don't like I don't understand why we're trying so damn hard to get him on the field because he I just don't trust him. He's people are really trying to like stretch out what he's doing to make it seem better than what it is. I I don't like it. It's overkill. We don't need him on the diamond. We need his bat, but I don't think we need his diamond. And I really think that with Giancarlo Hurt at this point, who knows how long. I know it's, again, just a grade one calf strain, but this can be a spot that Andujar can fill. And maybe if he starts like looking absolutely fantastic in left field, maybe we can have a conversation about Talkman. But like I was saying, Talkman just defensively, and I said it with Gio as well, defensively the two of them are just a bit stronger actually not even a bit I'm gonna say that they are just a lot stronger and I would rather have a lockdown defense than you know add one more righty bat like Mike Talkman again is another lefty bat like that's that's clutch Andujar's a righty bat we need left-handed bats getting rid of Didi the biggest loss was losing that lefty bat and Talkman gets us another one back um I do like Miggy like he is exciting to watch he's got a a whack-ass swing with like that big lasso finish but he's he's very powerful but to me he's not so necessary defensively as the Yankees are trying to make it seem um and like I said I had a a floater um I know I I said I would add Clint Frazier to this list 
but my biggest one right now is Tyler Wade. I am in love with Tyler Wade. I want him on the major league lineup because I want to be able to say he's my favorite Yankee and him not just be like in the minor league systems. Um, today, which is February 27th, him and Clint Frazier both hit home runs. Tyler Wade hit a two-run home run, and then right after Clint Frazier came in and put one out of Steinbrenner, which was exciting and so exciting to watch. But um, I just love Tyler Wade. I love him so much. His speed is crazy. And I think I've talked about this in past episodes. You know, like Mike Trout, he's fast. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, Acuna, fast. Like, they'll, they'll steal bases. Tyler Wade, I feel like, is in a whole different bracket. Like, that man can run. And, like, whenever I think of Tyler Wade, I think of that time when he slid into home plate and just, like, stood straight up afterwards. And I was like, yo, he is savage, though. Um, and... He worked really hard to get stronger in the offseason. Luke Voigt was kind of ripping on him a lot because he was he was a tiny guy. And, like, he's not he's not massive now, but, like, he was very small whenever you saw him last year. And this year he's kind of bulked up a bit. And I think that that's, that's really cool to see that he's, like, he wants this. And I think that he's going to be really useful, like, to give DJ and give Glaber some days off and work – weighed into like that rotation of like the infield but I do think that he could really work into the middle infield rotation on days that they need breaks or half breaks um I think he'd be a good a good addition to the men and I think he's just really great and he's funny and you hear him like on the mic up and he's he's a funny guy um but yeah that was I talked about doing this in one of my like first few episodes and I was like yeah you know you need to pre-record because I'm actually posting this from Arizona hopefully my softball team is doing well um so I needed an episode recorded to post during spring break I will be editing these um on my I'll be editing this on my flight so that's the end of my episode if you want to follow me on Twitter to stay updated on the podcast and hear me talk about baseball and talk about how the Astros have gotten hit so many so many times it's been wonderful um my Twitter is at Lexi Samanchek L-E-X-I-S-E-M-A-N-C-H-I-K so we can catch up and see what's going on in the baseball world when I'm not podcasting. Um, But thank you so much for listening and this has been the Pinch Night Podcast.